are tuned into the ETBU Sportsnet, and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast. And welcome back to another Texas Tiger Podcast. This is Adam P. Ledyard. We're here today with assistant football coach, offensive coordinator, Trevor Hopkins. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Trevor, now this is uh, your very first season at ETBU, but you're very familiar with football. You're born and raised Texas football, uh, grandfather, father, football, coaching. Talk a little about your background as a offensive lineman and being raised as an offensive lineman and uh, football overall in your family. Well, uh, I'm a third-generation football coach. Uh, my grandfather got to go play with a guy named Jerry Jones at the University of Arkansas and kind of start his career off over there. Um, got to see his legacy and what he brought to the game. And then being born into a family where my, uh, my father coached 31 years, Texas high school football, and at the Division One level. Uh, so we've kind of always referred to football as the family business. Uh, I, I knew – off the rip. I mean, going into high school, going into college, there was no other option for me. It's all I've ever wanted to do. Um, you know, we all want to be in the NFL and do all that kind of stuff. But I, I knew coaching football is going to be my passion. And you talk about offensive line play. Um, I've always been a bigger cat. I've always been around the big dogs. My dad um, was an All-American offensive lineman at Stephen F. Austin. And so I always tried to emulate him. I always tried to go chase whatever he did. And, uh, you know, I didn't get as far as he did, but I definitely uh, learned some stuff along the way. And, you know, getting the opportunity to play football, but offensive line in general to me is one of the best experiences a young man can have. Um, I didn't know that getting into the game, but now it's something I'll never go away from. The brotherhood that's created playing that position, um, how you build a group or a team within a team is something that's always special. So, you know, Getting that opportunity to see that from a young age and then grow from it, uh, you know, I couldn't ask for a better experience growing up. And I, I, it's led me to ETBU and get to coach the offensive line and, you know, the the majority of the rest of the offense as well here. So I'm fired up about it. Now tell us a little about your, your high school background. Where did you go? And then from there you went in to play college at Texas Lutheran. Tell us a little bit about, you know, transitioning from uh, what you learned in high school and going into college. So I played at Canyon High School in New Braunfels, Texas. Um, we were not very good growing up. We, I, I do refer to us that we played in the SEC of high school football. Uh, but I learned a lot of really good lessons there. I had some really good football coaches as well. Um, I, I learned how to manage a team from my head coach, Joe Muchagamba. I learned how big of an impact you can have on people uh, by my offensive coordinator in uh, high school, a guy named Trenton Kirkland, who's now the quarterback's coach for Vanderbilt University. Um, getting to learn under those guys and not always having it go your way was something that was very uh, eye-opening to me off the off the beginning of my career in high school and taught me how to manage a team and work through trials and tribulation, tribulations. Um, and then getting the opportunity in the recruiting process to go right down the road to beautiful Seguin, Texas, and go play for the Bulldogs at Texas Lutheran uh, was probably the biggest uh, step in my career. I didn't know it at, t at the time, but God was definitely leading me there to become the best football coach that I could be. Um, that's not to say other universities don't produce great football coaches, but historically, TOU has been a place that if you want to be a ball coach, that's a good place to start. Uh, good alumni association to network me through there. So it, it was um, 
awesome to get there. I had a guy named Carl Gustafson that was our head coach and our offensive line coach and how, how hard and how much, how hard he coached us and how hard he loved us was something that I picked up immediately. I, um, I'll never forget my, uh, my first collegiate start was actually against ETBU here at ETBU my sophomore year and how much he believed in me. I didn't believe in myself. Um, probably a lot of people didn't believe in me at the time, but he believed in me. And uh, getting that experience, playing for him, playing under him, taught me how to be a football coach more than anything. Um, you know, I, I talked about my dad. He was obviously a great example, great impact. But playing for Carl Gustafson at Texas Lutheran was by far the best e- experience that I could have to develop as a football coach. He's a textbook example of how to go about the game. Um, and I try to emulate everything he does through my coaching today. I mean, when I say he was extremely tough, I mean, he, he had a high standard for us, but it didn't mean that he wasn't going to love you at the end of the day. So I, I think both my high school and college was a really big impact for me and really helped me grow. And, you know, you never understand what's happened at the time, but God was molding me into a football coach every single day through those that eight-year process that is high school and college. Now, being an offensive lineman, I was an offensive lineman in college. I played one year uh, up north at Olivet Nazarene. So I understand the grind being an offensive lineman, uh, and then those drills stick with you forever. I saw a, 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 a meme on uh, X dot or Twitter, apparently X, yeah. whatever you call it now, uh, last week of a guy mowing a lawn, push mowing a lawn, and he was doing it the offensive lineman style. And so the question is, do you walk down the highway or walk down the, the hallway here you know, shuffling backwards, doing your pass drills or firing off the ball in the, in the, in the, in the, in the uh, office here. Um, I, I emulate to a lot of our kids. You, you do enough of these steps a lot. You start doing them in your sleep. Uh, it's definitely a thing as far as uh, offensive line has their own culture. You know, I tell everybody you want to go see the culture of a team, go check the offensive line, go in that room and sit in there. Don't get scared for sitting in the meeting too long. You might hear some weird stuff, and but they're they're by far the best kids. They have the best sense of humor out of anybody on the team. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think at times I do find myself being more bow-legged than most people, always having a base and always ready for some contact. Always have balance, too. Correct, correct. Have to have balance. Uh, just stay balanced in your stance, stay balanced in your pass pro, uh, be able to attack at all angles, stuff like that. But – I, uh, I I definitely love seeing that stuff. I love that probably in the last 10 years, offensive line has gotten so much more love uh, on the social media. So it's good to see um, our boys getting love, the, the love they deserve. Talk a little about your, your coaching backgrounds. Uh, out of college, you went to TLU and then the Mary Harden Baylor and then to ETBU here. What's some of the collegiate coaching you've done before getting here to ETBU? Uh, so the day I was done playing at Texas Luther and I walked in the office and said, I work here, uh, became the assistant strength coach over there and worked with the offensive line. Was a phenomenal experience getting to work for my alma mater, getting to be on the other side, still grow relationships, be over there. Then a really big mentor of mine called me, uh, a guy named Matt Kanata, called me over to University of Mary Harden Baylor and gave me an opportunity to be a part of a championship program over there, see how a championship program operates. Got a wonderful opportunity to go over there, meet some great people, learn a lot of really good football. Um, got Was able to be a part of a team that went all the way to the uh, national semifinals, lost the eventual champion in North Central, but had two really good years of developing myself as a football uh, football coach, 
and then getting in contact with Coach Rizico over here. Um, you know, God definitely prepared me for this moment to get over here and learn, you know, and talk about those past, those eight years before learning there in the high school and college level and then getting the opportunity to coach two years in college and then get elevated to a position at such an awesome school over here at ETBU. Um, I, I think I've been prepared for this. I think it's nothing that um, surprised anybody, me getting over here and getting this opportunity. It's something that I've, uh, I've worked for, something that we're, uh, we are working towards right now, building a new system, building a new culture, building a new way of playing football on the offensive side of the ball has been definitely a byproduct of the places I've been. And uh, with with the coaching uh, comes the experience of age. Uh, ETBU has one of the youngest staffs in Division Three. Do you mind telling us how old you really are? I am 24 years old, man. Um, I'm a young cat. Uh, a lot of the players probably won't believe that. Uh, I act way older than I am. I'm, I'm definitely an old soul at heart. Um, but, yes, I, I, we are extremely young. I, I think that's good for us. I think it helps us relate to kids. I think it helps us relate to trends. I think it helps us relate to people. Um, I don't – I the, the best football coaches I've been around have maybe coached for one or two years or 35 years. It, it, it all comes back to how much you want to love somebody and how much you want to care about somebody. So I think we got both of those bases covered pretty well here. Well, I think you're in pretty good – footsteps here that you're following because in the past scotty walton came through here one of the youngest offensive coordinators coach Bachtel now at houston christian scotty's the head coach at austin p so we've had a lot of great offensive minds come through here that were young so you're sitting in pretty good place to learn and produce offense so with that what kind of offense are you looking at running this year uh i talked to the kids about running a, uh, we, we try to say we're going to modernize old school football. So old school football has elements of, you know, a dominant run game, really utilizing play action, uh, play action passes. But, uh, you know, you talk about modernizing, adding modern day RPO concepts, adding uh, certain air aid concepts. I, I know air aid and uh, running the ball doesn't really coincide with each other, but you try to find a happy medium between the two. And uh, utilizing different personnel sets, uh, go into games week to week, trying to figure out what's the best group of guys to get on the field to help our offense be successful and put points on the board and be conducive to playing team football. You know, uh, a lot of offenses nowadays are addicted to putting up a million points, but they do it in such a fast fashion that their defense never gets any rest. Uh, you know, our, our saying for the offense over here is wit, W-I-T, whatever it takes. And part of doing whatever it takes is playing good, conducive team-style football. So, you know, dominating time of possession, uh, playing three yards in a cloud of dust and taking the shots that are given to us are definitely all um, fitting into our offensive style and what we're trying to build over here at ETBU offensively. Speaking of ETBU, what attracted you to this position to come over and, and be the offensive coordinator here at ETBU? Um, well, getting the opportunity to play against ETBU, like I mentioned, it was my first collegiate start. And I remember coming out here and the band was getting rowdy and the, the, the students were super involved. The players played super hard. I mean, it was every game that I played against ETBU was a dogfight. Um, I, I always admired them from afar. I always thought if I got an opportunity to go over there that I could build something special just because I've, I've seen the way they're able to recruit. Uh, I've seen the support they have from the administration. I've seen 
they have all the tools to go be great. So it, it was always one of those, uh, in my mind, if I ever do get the shot, I, I definitely need to get myself over there. And uh, God's got a funny way of making sure that you end up in the right spot. And talking about being over here in the facilities, you've been around Division Three, top at Mary Harden Baylor, and then at Texas Lutheran, and you've traveled Texas and seen uh, the SCAC and the ASC. Tell us a little about how you feel ETBU has with the facilities here and what they have for the student-athletes. Um, I remember my first day walking in here. Coach Mason and Coach Stang were here to greet me. Um, they took me on a tour of the facilities, and I was shocked. I I tell everybody that I, I had no clue. I was not. I was in the dark about everything as far as facilities go here. I was shocked how nice everything is over here. Um, definitely some of the best in the nation that I've seen at the Division Three level. Um, Dr. Blackburn does a phenomenal job of understanding how important details are in the uh, recruiting game and understanding how, you know, it, it's a product in itself that we're trying to show to our kids that this is a great place to not only go play football but go get an education. So, I, I mean, the state-of-the-art team room, uh, Coach Pappas with his uh, his weight room over there, that there's stuff over here that I had no clue ETBU had, um, and I'm excited to go start um, making sure people know we have it, making sure, hey, this is a really, really awesome place to play football. And, you know, you, you see it, the support through the, you know, the resources that we have through facilities and stuff like that. With ETBU, they're big on faith. Tell us a little about your, your faith journey uh, and how you became a believer and where you're at today. Um, you know, I was born into a, uh, you know, a Christian household. I was uh, born United Methodist. Um you know, going through school, I think I always had my faith on a shelf. I always, you know, I told people I was a Christian. Uh, I'd, I'd never had a trying time. I didn't feel like I, I didn't, I didn't have anything to ever test my faith until I got to college. I tell everybody it's such a developmental part of your life, uh, getting to go to college. And, you know, when I, uh, I lost my grandfather, um, middle of my college experience. And that was the first time I really ever felt like my faith was tested and I had to learn what faith really was and understanding that love and that commitment that comes with faith through Christ has been something that from that moment, I really feel like I've grown and understood that that's where faith comes in for me. That's where understanding the gospel, understanding the teachings of Jesus, why we need to understand that because there is such a bigger picture in God's plan. So, I mean, that, that's probably where the basis of my faith began. Um, and I, I try to let most people know that, that, you know, I grew up in a very Christian household. I, I grew up with all, I went to church on Wednesdays. I, I did all the different things that you're supposed to do, quote unquote, as a Christian. But I learned finally through trials and tribulations that that was the moment that I learned what faith actually is, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. And that's how God uses us is those moments to grow us. And then to, you know, speak into other people's lives. And you've got a great situation here as the offensive coordinator. What's some of the things you want to do as a mentor to these uh, football players, offensive linemen, uh, student athletes that you'll see here at ETBU? Um, show them that love is the reason for the fight. Um, it's something that I haven't haven't been in the high school around high school football I think it's something that kind of gets lost at the college level at times and I, I want to be someone that articulates that you do everything right and you do everything the correct way not because you're afraid of messing up because you love the people next to you you love 
the game, you respect the game, but you love the individuals around you. You know, you talk about playing offensive line. It's not always the most glamorous and wonderful position, but you love it because the guys next to you are also doing the exact same thing. So if there's one thing I could articulate to players, it's that we're doing this because we love each other. We're doing this because we, we got something bigger than ourselves. And I talk about my definition of love all the time is just putting something bigger than yourself in front of you, regardless of how you feel that day. Uh, you know, everyone has tough days. Everyone has days that it's hard to go go into work. It's hard to go to practice. It's hard to go do all the little things correctly. But you're going to do it because you've already made that commitment and that sacrifice. And to me, that's love. Um, there's no other reason why you should do something. Don't do things out of fear. Do things out of love. All right, we've been talking to Trevor Hopkins, the offensive coordinator here at ETBU. Coach, thanks for talking to us today uh, here on the Texas Tiger Podcast. Thank you for having me. Go Tigers. Next week, we'll come back and we'll talk to some more coaches here at ETBU on the Texas Tiger Podcast. I'm Adam Ledyard. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. You're tuned into the ETBU Sportsnet, and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast.